You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It is time once again for the Degenerate Dungeon. And I'm telling you, I'm pumped. So pumped this week because we got a lot to talk about. But we're coming off a little bit of a fire week by my beautiful and talented cohort that we will be getting to real quick. A couple bets are going to happen. Once again, I'm your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. And uh, we're really pumped up for this week live once again on Twitch. And I'll tell you one thing. I want to give a little quick shout out to my man, Pots and Pans, Dr. Sutton in the chat. He said he's already hit America's favorite segment. Hey, Nation, let's go grabbing a yingling now, my man. You, I saw at the end of um, coming off of Haunted City, just on the, the regular uh, Glass Cannon Twitch stream that you were putting a link to this show or a little bit of a heads up. So big time props to you, my man, for doing that. Really appreciate. I see you. I see you, Bubba. And I see everybody else here. My man Spence getting on board for a live dungeon. What up, Nash? Finally get to catch one. Let's go. We're going to have a night here at uh, GCN Sports is where you'll find us on Twitter. Of course, we're presented by the Glass Cannon Network at Glass Cannon Pod. Find us every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time, live on Twitch dot tv slash gcn employee lounge that's where you're at right now and of course podcasts you can hear it anytime you want wherever you rock your pods but uh you might want to get it early especially with my lock of the week we'll get there soon but of course spread the word let everybody know tell your mother tell your father send a telegram appreciate that fife and without further ado here he is you've been waiting for him You've been waiting a whole week to hear this beautiful voice again. It's the Woodman, David Woody. Yeah, the uh, the euphonious stylings of old Dave Woody. I was going to say that, but <laughs> I wanted to keep my tongue in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know if I could properly pronounce that. Well done, though. Um, it's been a while since the professor, David Woody, has dropped us with a, uh, a, a four-plus euphonious. Yeah, four-plus syllable word that makes you think a little bit. Well, we try uh, never use a uh, big word when a small one will do. So there you go. My. We try to abide by that, but sometimes the big ones just they slip out. Especially if I've had a couple. I'm the opposite of most people. If I've had a few drinks, the the big words just start start flowing, and uh, it's very very embarrassing. Yeah, and there's only one way he likes his drinks, ladies Give and gentlemen. Give it to me hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way he prefers it. Who doesn't? You know what I mean? But uh, yo, props to you for a big week last week. Um, Almost a perfect week. I'm saying almost because it's yeah. not necessarily not a perfect week. His juicy pick is pending. Um, yeah. But he did hit his propski and also his lockski. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Good feeling. Uh, you know, trying to keep that going. I went again this week with similar kind of thought process. I'm not trying to do too much. I'm not chasing the juice. Mm. I just want to hit, you know. Sure. I think we're, we're <laughs> I think we learned our lessons so far this yeah. summer with yeah. baseball and um yeah sometimes you regroup the juice you, you, you go back to where you started you got to go back to where you started the juice the, there's a reason that professional betters don't take a ton of juicy picks right because nope. yeah it's nice when they hit sure of course it right. is of course it is but they're really hard and you're, they're giving you all that juice because it's tough and over time it's not a great strategy so let's go with what we think is the smarter better strategy if you just saw something walk by yeah that's not an apparition it was a cat it was an apparition of a cat, oh. <laughs> but no, we're getting ourselves back to the basics. We're, uh, you know, building it brick by brick this summer. We're off to a good start. Like he said, sometimes you just don't always swing for the fences, pun intended, but every now and again, like the show, Hey, home run, you know, it, it was a little juicy. We a like it. A little bit of juice is good. Eh? It is. And we got that juicy pick last week and we're going to give a few juicy ones today. Um, I feel, I feel really good about my prop and lock this week really big good. time and yo hope everyone had a great fourth uh celebrating our country's birthday want to give a quick shout out shout out to my man pots and pans aiden and jp two solid cats i had the pleasure of hanging out with on independence day and now are two new fans of the show so welcome new dungeoners and of course um 
you know, welcome to everybody who's a Dunjohn veteran. Uh, we see you in the chat. We appreciate you guys so much um, moving forward here. Big time appreciation. Let's go ahead, though. Uh, Dr. Sutton, so he, he, he kind of, you know, he, he jumped it, but that's quite okay. I hope other people are, are doing it, too. But it is time for what we like to start the show with. We get it rolling with a little bit something we like to call America's favorite segment. And Woodman, what are we drinking this a little week? Bit of the bubbly. Yeah, so I um saw this one in the store. I lived out in this area um 20 years ago. I lived in uh in Oakland in 2002 and three, and uh I don't think this brewery existed then, but it's in Alameda. Do you know what Alameda is, Brian? It's um, it's it's a little it island. Texas? No, no, it's a okay. little island off the coast of California, right by Oakland. They're kind of like near San Francisco. You know. So you're telling area. me Alameda, Texas, is not an island? I uh, I don't. I've not heard of Alameda, Texas. I'll check on it. Okay, but <laughs> at, at any rate, um, they do they do have this really cool brewery. It gets it gets really good uh, numbers here um, on Untapped. And I've never tried it before. Like I said, it didn't exist when I lived there 20 years ago. But I saw Alameda. I was like, let me grab that one. So this is from Almanac Brewery Mm -hmm. in Alameda. Oh, Almanac. I haven't heard about them in a minute. I mean, I think they've been around a while, but I don't think they were there then. Maybe they were. I don't know. Right. Um, At any rate, it's a sour beer. It's called Summer in the City. And it's kind of. it looks like it's a little bit sour, but it's kind of like... I mean, the pictures make it look really good. I haven't tried it. I've never opened it. Here we go. We're doing this live. We're going to do it live, baby, as we always do. And um, I'm very curious to try it. It gets a nice rating. Do it live. On, un- on Untapped. Oh, look at that pour. Dude, I like the color. It's got that dark. Yep. Like, it's not dark. For those listening via pod, we're not talking stout. We're talking, like, uh, br- like a little brownish, orangish. Yeah. Like a like an amber ish color. Amber is the color of your energy, Woodman. Whoa, taking a little sipski. Oh, Ooh. oh my God! He okay, bounce back a little punch to the punch to the taste buds. Punch to the taste buds. That is a very sour beer. Oh God! Um, I think I need to get used to that a second. That is so sour. <laughs> we got to give this man a minute. That is the most sour beer I have ever tried in my life. Holy shit. Um, I like a sour beer, too. It's good. It's good. I mean, it kind of tastes like somebody put like a half straight up lemon juice in my beer. Like wow. this thing is sour. A couple lemon heads um, in that bad boy. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a sour that color. Look at the eyes. Man, you were like getting. T- Are you going to be OK? It Listen, it's not bad. It tastes good. But I was not <laughs> expecting, like, doesn't it look like just like a, an amber, like, beer? Like, I don't know, man. Like, that was Dummy, not uh, Dummy's trying to that. predict your uh, your your rating here. Two out of five? Or what are we thinking here? <laughs> uh, I, I, no. <laughs> at least a three. It's it's still a good beer. Like He doesn't, he doesn't like it, boys and girls. Not a fan. <laughs> it, it's honestly really good. I think if I had been expecting it to be more sour, I would not have reacted so bad it tastes good uh but it is the sourest beer i've ever tried in my life can you put that um that can back up to to the uh to the camera here yeah or the, the bottle i'm sorry almanac yeah that's funky it's it's cool that's a cool looking label yeah it is that's a, that's what roland was saying so i just made a beautiful label yeah that's some, that's some uh, time and energy put into how that looked that was badass um i'm gonna go ahead and take us to a beautiful suburb of aston pa here for uh a a, not as known of a brewery around here, these parts, as I think that uh, they should be, because I don't know if I've ever had like a, a non-home run by it, but it's a 2SP two, two brewery. Oh, yeah. Up and Out, a little hazy oh. IP piece. I know this beer. This is a yeah. great beer, dude. You're right. in for a treat. That's a good beer. So last week, I uh, I hit myself with some pretty good shrapnel there, and I didn't realize until the next morning that it was on my glasses, and I, I put them on after brushing the teeth, getting showered, got up, and was, well, getting showered. Who am I fooling? I got three young kids banging around the house. Like, I get showered <laughs> in the morning. But uh, I was like, what is this? And normally I could just take the T-shirt and kind of, you know, to do the thing. No, I, I mean, I had to get some some Dove soap and some <laughs> some warm water on that bad boy to get that out. But nevertheless, let's go a little tasty. Oh, my bad. Do a little... Ooh, and now yeah. we're talking almost yes. like a, a um 
I, I, I have to, I, bad pour, by the way, go birds on that glass, but uh, it's kind of got the wrenchish. Yeah. Very, hazy. very, very hazy, you know, mm-hmm. so hazy you can't see through it, you know. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, man. That's good. That's like, and not to just piggyback off what I just said about wrench, which is like top three favorite beer of all time. That John is like, if, if they made wrench light. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you how you want to take that as a compliment or a little bit of a, a knockdown. It's definitely not as good. It's good, really good, actually. It's super drinkable. Yeah, I think it comes in right on the nose at six, six percent on your Richter scale. Yeah. I, oh, I, I like this too. Let me show this on the thing because you know it's the the way they market stuff now every now and again. But they want to let you know. I don't know if you see that all weather beer. Okay, you can drink this any time of year. They're telling you, uh, uh-uh, this is a summer beer. This isn't a winter, you know, lager. This is all weather. All weather. That's funny. Tornado warnings. Go grab hey, yourself birds. an up and out. You know, funny. Go birds as it burn. Yo, shout out to you too. Always on, um, always active on the Twitter machine, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, every retweet, every like, uh, it goes a long way with us. And thank you so much for rocking and rolling on that. Um, we had a push today to get a degenerate dungeon hat. In the glass cannon merch, uh, maybe one day. Wouldn't that be badass? That'd be, that'd be awesome. But giddy up to Two uh, SP Brewery uh, for this, and giddy yes. up to Dave Woody for stepping outside his comfort zone and putting something down the gullet. That you know, he's who knows. We'll see. Maybe it gets a little bump up from three. Maybe it does go down to the two, the two out of five uh, no, by the end of the show. It's growing on me. It's growing. Oh, on it me. It's not going down. Yeah, it's not going down from there. Beautiful. Oh, dude. See, Spence. Need a hat for sure. Sutton, dungeon trucker hat. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. That'd be badass. It would be good. Um, you know what else would be good? Is to just keep making that money and to see the woodman on fire. And who knows? Fire is contagious. That doesn't really make any sense. But, you know. If fire spreads. Yes. Uh, see, i.e. Canada. Uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> the bagels and locks, it's time. And we're going to get down to some business. You got it, Mr. Flair. Bagels and locks of the week here, uh, our plays of the week. Woodman, as always, is leading off, batting uh, batting first, leading off, playing center field. And let's see if we can keep this bad boy rolling, David. What we got? Well, we got the Cubs. We got the, we got the Cubs. The, the Cubs are, are my lock of the week here. They're, they're on the road. Um, and they're at the Brewers, and and I know that's gonna maybe if people haven't paid much attention to baseball this year, that's gonna sound weird because like last year the Brewers were actually pretty good, and the Cubs were pretty bad. Um, that's kind of switched a little. Uh, you got to pay to get the Cubs on the road. It's minus one twenty. Oh, I see what you're doing here. And part of it is just the pitching. You know, Freddie Peralta has been very average, uh, below average this year. Marcus Stroman's like. In the running for Cy Young, like he's been incredible. absolutely incredible. You know, he's got a two seven ERA. He's got a one point oh eight WHIP. Like he's been excellent, excellent, excellent all year. Um, he would have more. He's nine and six, but he would have more wins if the Cubs were even better. Give him a little is, bit of a uh, support, you know. Yeah, and he's and you know, and, and he's one of these guys who's so likable. I feel too because you know, he's, he's like relatable. You know, he's he's five seven. You know, he's, well, I don't know anything about that, but yeah, well, you don't know about that. But like he's relatable <laughs> to like a lot of baseball fans where it's like he doesn't look like he's the best athlete in the world out there. He's not Shohei Otani, you know, he's not Aaron Judge, you know, but he's a scrapper and he's and he has uh similar to other like uh, not as good, but like in the same vein as like a Greg Maddox style pitcher where wow, that's doing, awesome. what he's doing is he's trying to command his pitches. What now let me explain that really quickly control. Oh, no, wait real quick before you get the command. I want to answer something for somebody real quick. Useless useless comes into the, to the, to the chat says, is this live or pre-recorded? The answer is yes, it is live baby. And it will be every Wednesday night on Twitch, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Now, speaking of command, I command the Woodman to tell me more about Marcus Stroman and how I will be taking the Cubs tomorrow. Well, just a really quick point in baseball. When we talk about pitching, command, control is the ability to throw strikes. Command is your ability to, to control where the ball goes within the strike zone. So, if you have really good command of your fastball, you can put the fastball in the strike zone 
but at the bottom corner of it, right? That's a good command. Right. Or if you have really good command of your changeup or your curve or your slider, that means you can throw it for a strike and you can throw it for a strike, maybe into a, a zone, a quadrant, you know, of the, right. of the, of the strike zone. So um, I love that. I love that explanation. That's, that's, I don't think I've ever scene. thought about that like that before. Yeah. But yes. So that's command. I'm commanding my pitches exactly where I want them to go. The greatest command pitcher of all time was Greg Maddox. Agreed. You know, I mean, incredible. Exactly where he wanted within, you know, best two seam fastball in the history of the game. Incredible. Unbelievable. I mean, you want uh, to talk about like a, a he's in that a, vein. So I'm not comparing it to Maddox. That's no, I gotcha. But he's in that vein. He's that kind of pitcher. And I love those kind of pitchers, you know. And so he's having a great year. Let me just make one last point on this to, to prove why it should be the lock of the week. The other piece to it is, is how bad the Brewers offense is. They stink, dude. They stink. They are 24th in the majors in offense. They can't Struggling. hit. They're really strong. That's not a good hitting team at all No, uh, right now. And, um, uh, you know, I think uh, I think th that Stroman's just too good against a team that's this bad. Lock of the week, minus 120. Give me the Cubs. Their hitting has been fine. They're okay. They're 13th. They're right in the middle of the pack. Uh, that's an easy one for me. Minus 120 is an awesome number. Very, very happy to get that. Love it. And one thing I also love is doing this show live because we get awesome questions that can really make you think. And right now, Roland brings a great question. And Woodman, I would love to hear your answer to it. Uh, Age-old question is, quote-unquote, command inversely proportional to, quote-unquote, stuff. What would you say? Well, the, the the very best pitchers in the league, whoever wins the Cy Young each year, like, you know, say it was for years, it was Kershaw almost every year. He mm. had them both. Right. So, so it's not inversely proportional. You can do both. Um, Kershaw would, would have the nastiest curve in the league. He had the nastiest curve in the league for 10 years and he could command it beautifully. Right. And, and, you know, it's, a, it's just badass um, uh, sorcery there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think some pitchers definitely rely more on command, like Mark Stroman, and some pitchers more re rely a lot more on stuff. Totally. Um, John Rocker. Frank, uh, frankly, <laughs> uh, a great example uh, right now would be Shohei Otani, because sometimes mm. as a pitcher out there, he is getting away with pitches that he shouldn't, but, but it's such nasty stuff, uh, which he's just ridiculous. But Yeah, uh, that's, that's actually funny, because like it would be interesting to hear how 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 you would use those adjectives for certain because like one one guy you would look at and be like man that guy's really in control of this game or then you could be like man that guy's got good stuff well yeah and but like i mean like so uh and some guys lean more towards one or the other for example randy johnson randy johnson yeah. he learned to have better command of his pitches as, as his career went older. on yeah but he never had amazing command. Never, never. Even in his very, very best years, his command was not his strength. It was he just had the nastiest stuff. And once he could throw it for strikes, it doesn't really matter where in the zone it is. It's a strike <laughs> now, so I can't take it, right? It's not a ball, so I can't just take the pitch. But it's so nasty, I can't hit it. So no. you know, you're just you're, you're SOL. You know, I'm thinking out, I'm thinking out of the box, and I'm just like, do you think Randy Johnson? If if this was a stat, and who knows anymore, uh, it, the craziest stats come out of left field nowadays with all the analytics and all. But he probably has the most swung and missed uh, swings, if you will, on a, yes. on balls. They they yes yeah whiffs on balls out of uh, has out, to out of the zone. Yeah, he got it. He has to. You're right. I, I've never I've never seen a pitcher that has intimidated people so much that they they just the the batters made up their mind if they're swinging or not before. The pitch was even thrown. Hundred percent. I've never seen it either. Not like that. I mean, uh, the most um, the most dominant season or two stretch of all time in my that I ever saw was Pedro. I think in ninety nine and two thousand. Yep. And he had that was an example of what I was saying with Kershaw earlier, where it's it's actually both. He was commanding these filthy, nasty pitches exactly pinpoint where he wanted them to be. I, I don't know what you're supposed to do. It's a beautiful really thing. Don't. But, uh, you know, the broader point is, you're like, look, I mean, to put it very simply, hitting is timing. Mm. Pitching is disrupting timing. A, a pitcher like Mo Marcus Stroman, when he's going good like he is this year, he's very good at disrupting your timing because he can put the ball right where he wants, and he can do that across three different pitches. And it's just very hard to get your timing down when he's doing that. 
It's awesome. Go Cubs. Uh, I believe, I don't know if we had this pick on air, maybe during our Jump to Sharp show before we jumped officially on board with GCN, but yep. uh, Cubs was my surprise playoff team. Uh, it's, they're still not in the playoff uh, picture no, if it ended today, but they are in the race. But for, They're in the hunt. Uh, they're yeah. definitely in the hunt. There, there's some surprising talent there. You never know. Uh, Stroman, really, really incredible year so far. Why not rock and roll? Um, like Woodman said, you got this Cy Young you, candidate against you a very bad, bad lineup. You, you, you picked it for good reasons that have worked out. You said yeah. him, and you said that the addition of Dansby Swanson as a kind of solid winner, professional guy who's not that flashy and not right. going to win an MVP, but he's such a solid guy in the middle of your infield and the middle of your lineup. You thought that would kind of solidify a lot of the young guys. And yes, and I said that the NL Central would be a fucking crapshoot, and look where we're at right now. You aced it, man. You were, I mean, that's a great pick. Yeah, it's a great but, pick. So we'll see. You never know. Um, I mean, they could literally win the division still, you know. But there's yep. a team. There is a team that is even better than them right now in the same division. And I'll talk about them real quick. But first, I just want to um, say something. Look, I thought I was going to do something fun to get us through the summer here at Dungeoners. I really thought I had it, okay? The 25 to 1 challenge. Um, yeah. We, we, we had to go ahead and put that six feet under in the second week. Like, come on, Indians. It was, you had it. In Cleveland, I, I picked, I'm sorry, did I say Indians? Guardians. Woodman. I mean, who am I? Wow, we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um guardians money line it was minus 165 at the royals the read was right cleveland up two nothing in the eighth nash bieber pitched tremendously which i thought would happen but i thought that granky wouldn't necessarily and he also pitched uh, a hell of a game and they blew it they blew it they ended up losing i think three two or four two um awful so the 25 to one challenge Peace out. We had a, we had it was it was fun for a little bit, but it's officially under, and now it's time. <laughs> now it's time to pick it up a little bit, pick it up and get at him, as a friend of mine would say. And we're gonna go to the current leaders of your National League Central Division, the Natty Reds. Cincy, give me. I'm telling you, a way better team than the Nationals. The Reds are minus one hundred and five against a shit-ass Nationals team? Like, I'm all about it. It's an early game, 105 Eastern time. So I always, I think the Woodman and I, I don't know if we do it on purpose, but it seems like it's like we like to pay off the folks that get that dungeon early on the podcast because it lands, you know, late, late Wednesday night, early, early Thursday morning. And especially for the fine, beautiful, talented folks that are in our, our chat every, uh, you know, every Wednesday evening. But yeah, 105 Eastern time. What was that, Woody? Go ahead. Well, it's a gambling show, so it just it can't really be evergreen, you know. Like it's kind of like you know, it's one of these things where anybody who's doing this for a living, it, it's just you got to get it while it's hot, or else you know you kind of missed it. So yeah, totally. So uh, since he's one of the best pleasant surprises of the 2023 baseball season, leading the the, the division, like I mentioned, they're fun. Not so only fun. are they kind of good, but they're super fun. So fun. As a recording of this show. Well, no, not as a recording of the show. Let me go ahead and look at MLB.com. It's over. They won. They are now winners, seven of eight. They've taken the first three games of the series, and the fourth game is against the Nationals um, on Thursday. They have one of the more, like, fierce and entertaining lineups in baseball. I mean, it's really, really fun to watch. They got these guys who are – you never heard of them, and now all of a sudden they're – like, it's weird. They're all equally dangerous. In their yeah. own way. They yeah. got they you want to talk about your character guys in baseball. You know, it's kind of brings me back to like the nineties because you got the big muscle head guy who just swings for the fences. Then you got the guy like Jonathan India who will muck and grind to just get a bag, no matter how he can do it. Yeah. Then you got the smooth hitter like McLean. And then you got Spencer Steer is doing his like the Jim Eisenreich of the of of the group. Like you have these guys that have these roles and they and now you got Ellie Dela Cruz who's one of the most exciting young prospects that we've five, seen. Five tool prospects. Five tool, homes. You get to see them all, you know. Real quick, for those that might not be aware, five tool player in baseball. What would that be, Woodman? Not necessarily the tools, but just a general. It's arm. It's, it's, it's hitting. It's arm. It's speed. 
Yep. It is uh, Acumen. No. What? Okay. Keep going. Uh, so hitting for average, hitting for power. Oh, so that's two, two different okay. ones. All right. There you go. The speed. Speed. The, arm. The arm. Throwing arm. And then the, the fielding, the ability to. Oh, field fielding. Where am I out on that? But yeah, so five good. tool player, meaning he's yep. BA, badass. Invented uh, famously by Branch Rickey, the guy who um, integrated baseball, brought up Jackie Robinson. He's also the guy who invented spring training and mm. uh, the farm system in baseball. Um, in- invented the five tool scale for his scouts. Also invented scouting. scouting yeah. uh, invented that for his scouts to use. It, what it, it does is it's 20 to 80 scale so 50 being the perfect average perfectly average you know projects as a, a average major league player at that skill and then each you know 10 points in each, each direction is one standard deviation gotcha. so that it, the highest you can be is 80 because of course that would put you at you know uh 99 percent <laughs> which is uh, what ellie de la cruz is but yeah no. i mean yeah um, it's 20 to 80 but they're so fun to watch and they've done what good teams should do which is really impressive because no one really saw this coming. But the Cincinnati Reds are doing what really good teams should do. It the Reds look like the Braves almost, where like they've been doing this for a few years or they're used to doing it. Since he's not used to doing this, they haven't been in a very long time. I can't even imagine or remember besides you know the early nineties when since he has done it more than two years in a row. But these are young studs. They look good. They're gelling. Um, that's a big deal in a baseball locker room. Uh, you know, they, they just had a crazy winning streak. But the, the thing that I was mentioning about that they do what good teams should do is they pounce on subpar competition. They beat the shit out of bad teams. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought they were one. Uh-uh. No, they're showing we're on the upper echelon now. And we used to be you. And we were you for a long time. And we're going to beat the crap out of you. And they've been doing it. Last junk teams they've played, right? So I looked at the last series, and they've won almost every freaking series besides the Atlanta series, and, you know, they, they, they lost two out of three. That'll happen against arguably the best team in baseball. But I went, and even though they're winning these series, I still just wanted to see how they've done against, like, the, the worst of the worst. They, here's the last junk-ass teams they've played, okay? They played Colorado a little bit ago. 3-0 sweep in that series. Sayonara. They played good old Granky and his boys, the Kansas City Royals. 3-0 sweep, sayonara. St. Louis, a divisional foe, a little bit more of a mucker and grinder series. I get it. 2-1, they won that series. So, like, they're taking care and 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 convincingly taking care of these uh, bad teams in baseball right now. And right now, they're in the midst of a four-game series with the Washington Nationals. 3-0. So, I think they sweep the series. I think go ahead and take them at minus 105. You're almost getting even money. And you, you might be like, look. But Hollywood, right underneath that, minus 115 for the Nationals. Well, well, they're favored, so there must be a reason, right? It's probably because of the pitcher. It's got to be a pitching matchup thing. Well, their pitcher is Mackenzie Gore, as you can see on the screen there. So, no, no, it has no. nothing to do with that. No. Let no, me go ahead I'll, and give I'll you tell a... you why they're favored. They're favored because sweeps are hard. That's why. Well, the thing is, th- uh, this line was before this game started today. But oh, yes, geez, you know, okay. so they won like 9-2 uh, right now. So they <laughs> whooped that ass again. But I'll tell you about Mackenzie Gore for the Nationals. They're putting him up. He's given up seven earned runs, or he gave up seven earned runs in two and two-thirds innings his last outing. And the one thing that I love about Cincy, and, and they're, I think they're probably the biggest benefactor of these new rules for baseball with the pitch clock and the way you can – take advantage of stealing bases now and things of that nature with only two uh, throwovers to first base or a particular base, what have you. Um, But Mackenzie Gore, the pitcher who's going to be for the Nationals, he's walked 39 batters in 88 innings this year. So you're almost looking at a walk every other inning since he takes advantage of base runners, you know, especially free base runners. So uh, I'm loving this, man. Minus 105 for a team that is just way better going up against a, a junk pitcher. Like, I mean... So be it if this thing doesn't hit, but minus 105 for a way, way better team. I, you got to take advantage of these things, and I'm going to go ahead and do that. So giddy up to that locks of the week, Woodman. I think we got two win-wins right there. Um, I definitely think we have two wins. I would, I would like to encourage people not only to tail um, Hollywood's bet here, but also 
if you get a chance to catch a Reds game, I, the true. I really cannot stress to you how much fun this team is. The last team I remember watching and thinking was this much fun to watch was that 2014 and 2015 Royals, those teams that, yeah. that would just run all over the place like crazy and won a World Series and, and were great. Um, they had a similar fun. structure too. Yeah, similar, yeah, similar structure. They want to play defense uh, and, and run. <laughs> That's what they want. Yeah, to do. and I think the Royals kind of built it to win that one, and then it all imploded. But I think that I think the, the Reds look out, man. They Could might be, be the they might be the new last. Cardinals of that division. Like they it, might be winning be. this division for the next ten years. It could be. You know, I don't be. know how their ownership is. I don't know what how they are with their dough. But I know how much uh, dough I like, and I know I really enjoy winning on the props too, because it's time for prop of the evening to you. How's your job, Brian? It's doing great, Joseph. Thank you so much. It's going to be doing even better when we make some uh, plus money, maybe on a prop ski. We'll see. The Woodman, property even to you, brother. What do you think? Yeah, who could say? I don't know if it'll be plus. Uh, you know, these these things are not posted uh, for the most part when we got to go go live here. So, right. Similar to last week, I don't know what the number is, but uh, here's my prop. Um, it's uh, it's going to be Jose Ramirez to get two total bases. That's going to be the pick. And I'll tell you why. For, well, first of all, he's been pretty, pretty darn solid this year. Um, he's still not old. You know, you might think, oh, that guy's been around forever. He's 30, which in baseball is, is nothing really. Um, he's all already- up, by the way, and it's even money plus 100. Let's great. go. Even better. Let's I, was, go. I, th- I thought it might be, um, you know. I might have to pay for it, but that's great. Yeah. Uh, so plus 100. Look, he's already got 21 doubles, four triples, 13 homers this year. If he hits any of those, you you, you hit um, two singles. He could easily do. Here's why. Here, here's really, this is what this is about. It's not just like, oh, Jose Ramirez, he's a switch hitter. You know, they, they, change, they put in a relief pitcher who's left-handed, whatever. That's all true, and it's great. And and by the way, being a switch hitter who can really hit from both sides of the plate is a huge advantage of baseball. Totally. Awesome. Um, Chipper Jones always was so dangerous for that reason. Remember, yeah. but uh, Larry. you know, yeah, Larry. <laughs> uh, this is really about the pitcher, dude. Mm. Uh, Jordan Lyles is on the hill here, uh, for the Royals. Jordan Lyles is one and eleven with a six sixty eight ERA. He has been getting absolutely destroyed. This guy. Uh, I just think. I got, I like the total basis thing. Cause it just gives me, I don't need him to get two hits, right? He can just get right. one hit if it goes pretty far, you know? Um, so, uh, I, I, I just think, you know, uh, at plus a hundred, I think this is a really, really solid prop pick here. That's, I dig it. It. That's all I got. I dig it. And, and a little side note to those that are, are, are betting along with the show, um, and, and might not know necessarily what they're betting on. Total basis is earned via bat on ball. Because bases on balls, unfortunately, do not count. If you're walked twice, you have zero total bases according to a, a, a betting slip. You have to hit the ball, and uh, a non-error will get you there. You know, so I wish they would have one that doesn't does count walks. Agreed, that'd be really you know, cool. Even if they gave me less juice for it, I would. I would probably, you know, I think I would be more inclined to take something like that. Yeah, but, I agree. I agree. This feels pretty good. pretty solid to me. So I'm in. totally. I take it um there's something that we're we're doing on the show uh i don't know i don't know what why it became a thing but shout out to our boy mcd uh who will be back on the show soon we hope uh mcd he had a big time big time hit like a real big time hit on someone that no one's ever heard before and this is my prop i'm getting off the diamond and i'm going to pebble beach going to 18 at pebble beach one of the uh the most beautiful golf courses in the world and the ladies are there. U.S. Women's Open 2023. And it's the official golfer of the Degenerate Dungeon. It's our, it's our girl, Rosang. Okay? Going back again. We're going back to Rosang again because I almost hit it. So she is. So I'm going to take top five at plus 220. I'm not going to go nuts and take her as the winner. Okay? Rosang is. She's killing it. She's killing it. She's only played in two pro tourneys. The first one she won. <laughs> The second one, she was tied for eight in the women's PGA. She is now Woodman. What, ha- what what does it mean if you see where I'm circling? What does it mean when you're the first name on a golf uh, on a golfing odds page? It means that you're favored to win. It means that you're the favorite. 
to get the W. Yep. She it's on that is it's unheard of. Okay, what she's is she plus, what, is she like 19 or something? She turned 20 in May. Ridiculous. She's plus 1000 on DK. She's plus 850 on FanDuel. I mean, that's like Scheffler Rory Rom territory. It's incredible. <laughs> so up to, plus 220 for a top five provides much more comfort because while I do believe that she'll be in contention, um, she's still super young. You know, it could it could get to her if she's in, in the lead down down the down the stretch and whatnot. I mean, this is a yeah. major. This is the U.S. Women's Open. This would, if she were to win this, would be the biggest win of her life. Um, but she's incredible, and it's and she's fun to watch, and she doesn't look too uh, nervous out there or or affected by it. Uh, she, I mean, after all, her first W, her first tournament, and what she won did come in a playoff. So uh, let, let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, let, as Dummy said, sprinkle a little across the board, go for it, maybe winner plus 1,000, a little top 5 plus 220, a little top 10 plus 105, all on the positive side. I dig it, Dummy. He likes but to sprinkle. I'm a big sprinkle guy. Um, but, yeah, top 5 is for plus 220. I mean, that's not – I figure, like, for being plus 1,000 to win and plus 850 on FanDuel, I figured a top five would have been like a, a plus one fifty or something. You're yeah. getting plus two twenty. I mean, you're getting over two to one. And if she's just near the top, and I gotta think she's gonna be top five. So over two to one for that. Give me Rose Zhang, the official gaffer of the Degenerate Dungeon. She's gotta be right. I mean, it's incredible. What a story. Something well, to root for, right, David? Well, for sure. And uh and just a, a hell of a call there uh by McTee that time. It was, almost- it was amazing. And I can't help but piggyback off it like like it was my idea. <laughs> like it was such a great call. And the thing is I was so mad because uh, she was plus like twenty four hundred to win it. And he was like, No, 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 I just want to do top I think he said top ten or top five for like plus eight hundred. Uh and he hit the hell out of it, obviously, because she won. But I was so mad I wanted to put like a ten or fifteen spot on her to win out right and mm-hmm. slip my mind. Yeah, you me know? too. And yeah, it's so funny. So it's so funny in this in this in this rabid world of sports betting that like yeah. you can really carry shit or just a bad beat or a non cash out. Like I had a five dollar bet on Adam Hadwin to win the uh, the the uh, golf tournament last week, and he was in the playoff. Would have won me three hundred and thirty dollars, and I didn't take the cash out. There was a hundred and twenty bucks earlier, and I, I heard the Woodman just like just do just Hollywood. What the fuck, dude? You put a five dollar bet, you went one hundred and twenty. Like, why would you not do that? And it's because I would win two hundred more. <laughs> if, right? You know, like, just I'm just remember, that guy. Just remember, my 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 thinking is okay. Fair enough, but would you normally put two hundred dollars on a golf pick? Um, like straight up. Yeah. Normally, no. Have I? Right. Well, not two hundred, but a, a unit shy because of that. That's, yeah. Effectively, that's where you are. Right at that point, with the cash out sitting there, you're saying. I've got, I'm willing to put 200, I'm a $200 better. $200 is my unit on yep. this bet. And it's like, mm, normally I wouldn't do that <laughs> for golf. So I, I don't yep. know, man. Yo, shout out once again to Dr. Sutton because he brings up a great call. She's the Iona Gales <laughs> of the golf season, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to roll with that. Uh, let's go, Rosang. Do your boys here at the Dungeon and all your fans here a favor. And after she wins the U.S. Open, uh, she's going to come on the show. Okay, No, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be fucking cool. But uh, we could always try, you know. We, gotta, we need some more clout, David. How do we go about getting more clout? Oh, I have an idea. Maybe we go ahead and hit a real juicy one, okay? That's how you get some clout. With some big old juicy joints. Like eh? We do. It's time for your lack of the juice, where we will provide you with something that will uh, get a little bit juicy, get a little bang for your buck, okay? Guaranteed plus side, way on the plus side. Yep. The Woodman, uh, how you feeling? Where, where do you want to go? Back on the diamond? You got any kind of Wimbledon action? What are we doing here, Bob? It could be a little crazy. It could be a little nutty. But they they have a, they have a um, you can add plus three hundred to any golfer of your choice. Oh, uh, as, we are a little, as a little opt-in that you can do on DraftKings, at least in in Pennsylvania. I don't know if they have that elsewhere. Um, it's uh, that might be around the country because that's not really specific. Um, I, I put it on Cam Young, so I, I you know I 
it's plus 1600 if you can get the little add add the 300 now you're at plus 1900 um you know if you look it's a funny little tournament right this is the john deere classic no one's exactly a uh not exactly a major and and yeah it seems like nobody's playing it which kind of makes me think like hey you know he doesn't have as much competition i mean look at the other names on that screen Do you know yeah. any of them? Look at them. They're all junk. This guy sucks. I mean, you just said Hadwin, but I mean, like, yeah, I don't know these yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, still, but he's, you know, Adam Hadwin has never, ever, ever followed up a good tournament with a good tournament. I, I, don't, know, know, like, I don't know any of these guys. And Cam Young is, is honestly quite good. So I'm like, all right, uh, you, know, you know, like, I think, like, as a juice pick, like, I don't think I need to know anything else. I feel like that's good enough for me. I'm know? just looking down the line and, like, no one there is of interest. There's one other guy that maybe. Okay. I would look at, and that's Keith Mitchell at 35 to one. But okay. so Cam Young is super talented. I don't know if folks really remember what this guy, first of all, he was a beast at the masters. Yep. He ended up finishing, finishing second at the British open last year, or as they call it now, the open. Um, It was a rookie last year, by the way, one rookie of the year. Incredible, that was a incredible talent. Thrilling final day too. Thrilling with him, final day. Rory and Cam Smith Cam all going Smith. out. Two cams and Rory. Right. Yeah. And it was so cool. Um, an incredible, incredible talent. And after the Masters this year, he just kind of like fell. So this guy before the year, before this PGA season started, I said would be the, like, he's going to win his first tournament this upcoming year. And, I mean, it hasn't happened, but he's been there. So why would this not happen now? This would be the most likely one because he's got the least competition. Big time. I mean, look at these names. Uh, Cam Young and then nothing. Maybe Keith Mitchell. Uh. You don't have to be a golf fan. Like, normally, I promise you guys, like, when you look at the top of this card here, you would know most of the names. And in this case, like, I don't know any of these people. So it's, it's, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a little silly. Maybe it's a little simplistic. I love it. But, you know, you ask for a juice pick. Mm. You know, those are very easy to overthink. I'm trying not to overthink this. Just put, give me, I, I put, uh, I think I put $10 on it. I'll take 160 bucks at uh, a shot at this. Uh, or actually, well, I got the plus 300. Oh, good for you. Is it on your screen too? If you scroll up. Uh, if I go up, it, yeah, add 300 on any guy. You guys, that's what it looks like. If, if yep. folks are looking for it. Love so, it. That's my pick. That's it. Nothing else to say. Big time. Down with that. Um, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm going to go back to the diamond here. There's something like, I, I don't Oh, good. I, I don't learn my lesson. I'm not a lesson. No, learner. no, I want this. I want this. I'm not a lesson learner. And even, even as our voice Spencer said, he said, you know, I was talking about, cause I don't do cash outs. He said, it's because Hollywood is a true degenerate. Yeah. Fuck. Honestly, yeah. I really am. That is why he doesn't do cash outs. That's like, exactly why he's a real better, you know, I a mean, real, when you bet back in the day with a bookie, he wasn't calling you up to be like, hey, do you want to get half your money instead and I'll just cancel the rest of it? No, that doesn't exist. Like, that's a new thing for these apps and everything. Now, like Betting on sports or gambling in general, it's the only thing you can do where the greener side, the grass is green on the other side, is looked at as like, ah, you're, you're, you're degenerate. You're dumb. Like, no, I, I look at it as like, fuck. I, okay, great. 120 versus 325. You're guaranteed 120 on a five. A five dollar bet yeah i would love to make a parlay of five dollars and win 120 but what if you told me you had a pretty much a 33 percent chance of it's like a, a price is right game you know a pricing game or something it was like you have a 33 percent chance of making that 325 I, i'm a gambler in me one out of three fuck yeah let's roll with it but something that i think is more than i don't know this is stupid I, like this is the most, the most un feel i've ever had for a like of the juice prop but it's just going to happen and i don't want to miss out when it does and if you saw on the twitter uh yesterday when i was in brigantine new jersey riding that by the way street legal golf cart um and i gave the the trey turner home run pick yeah he didn't hit but it's the same thing i was doing in, in the beginning of the season but what happened when i stopped betting trey turner what did he, he started, do the next game he started hitting home runs he hit a home run what did he do tonight I gave the Trey Turner pick yesterday. Nothing. Looked like a friggin' spinning top. And tonight, hits, tonight. Hits, hits the friggin' top. The very tippy top of the fucking foul pole in left field in Tropicana Field. Like, murdered that ball. So, it ain't Trey. 
All right, I'm done with Trey this year. Bye-bye. And I, I, the reason why I don't have anything up on this is because there's no odds right now, as the Woodman says. But it's somebody else, and it's fucking time for this cat because he's on fire, and he hasn't hit a home run in seven weeks. Went through all of June without a home run, and yes, it's still a home piece, and it's, 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 it's Bryce fucking Harper, okay? Mm. And it's time for Bryce Harper to hit a dongs, baby. We all love the dongs, and it's a Trey Turner all over again. I get it, but uh, you know, I'd I'd stop this if Brycey Boy wasn't swinging the bat so well. The dude is killing it. He 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 missed. By the way, literally, he missed a dong by inches. I probably should have said that differently. He missed a home run by inches. (laughs) (laughs) In um, yeah, you want to look at that again? Uh, Maybe anyway. In in the in yesterday's game against the Rays, he like re, like literally a, a eight inches maybe. I don't know why I keep saying inches, but um, he's he's feeling himself. Why? What am I doing right now? Currently, he is riding a seven game hitting streak, and in the last five games, including tonight's, he has had two hits in each of them. So bat is on the ball. Yeah, there's no problem there. That's the one thing with Bryce where you're like, eh, I don't know about the home run props. Is is when he's not making contact and he's doing that thing where lefties will do against a left hander. Well, the pitch will come in, and he just steps to right field and like tries to fucking catch up with something. No, he's on top of it. Doesn't even matter if you got a sidearm lefty and he's in that box and he's ready to go. Uh, the dude's gonna hit a dong tomorrow. I'm telling you, or at least today when you hear this. Uh, let's go, Brycey. The reason why. You know, we don't have anything up. is because they just don't have the lines. I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button there because we just don't have the lines up. So w- based on what it's been lately and, you know, the Woodman, uh, Woodman's been terrific at this, guessing the lines. But uh, I'm going to guess it too. I'm going to say maybe maybe plus 420, okay. plus 430. Uh, but around four to one, hopefully they get smart with this and they start, you know, realize. I mean, a dude doesn't hit a home run in forever. Why is this not plus 600? But it's not going to get there. But Four to one is where I'm, I'm looking at, and I, I'm all over it. Uh, that's going to be my juicy pick, and it's so fun to root for the root for the home runs, man. So we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> Have you checked Fanduel? I'll check Fanduel too, just to see. Uh, I, I will recheck DK while you do Fanduel, and we'll see what we come up with here. No, it's not on there either. Shoot. Uh, they DK doesn't even have the game up. Is no, that what you Fandle. mean? They don't yeah. even have the game. So that's where we're at on that. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. So we'll. Oh, no, Roland. Oh, look at this, Woody. Remember? Oh, God. I mean, we, we lost we lost a lot of money on those. Roland, guess what my first juice pick is going to or, or prop is going to be for football this year. For those listening, Roland, and for those who have been here since the get go when we were doing our Sunday morning shows with Troy and Joe and McD, sometimes Charge Boy. Um, Jared Goff interception, he says, question mark. Yeah, I was on that for a while. I mean, dude, that prop alone cost me what? Four units? Yeah. Just pe- Which for pe- you is peppering it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was peppering it every week. Every week, man. <laughs> oh, man. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and then Trey uh, Unit. Trey, Trey Unit. Trey Turner's cost me some units. And uh, unit. Bryce's cost me some units. I'm just looking at Honestly, if Bryce hits this tomorrow, I'll, I'll make money. And in the long run, on Bryce this year, if uh, if he doesn't, I'm off him. That's it. We've lost a lot of money on the trays. You know, Trey, Trey Sermon, Trey Lance, Trey Turner. Trey they've really they've been screwing us, man. That's the first time Trey Sermon has ever been <laughs> been lumped in with such talent. <laughs> Trey Sermon wasn't expecting to hear him. I don't know. Former don't Eagle, know. great. Uh, yes, former seven, Eagles, but... great. <laughs> two carries in the fourth quarter of a forty-one to seven game, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for one yard. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing! Just like this week's show, Woody. We did it, buddy. We did it. We're gonna make July a fire fucking month. Yeah, and listen, folks. I apologize. I know the entertainment factor is not quite there when it's just the two of us, and we're just doing we're being more all business. But I think these picks are gonna hit. And I think that kind of makes up for it. I don't think. Well, what are you? What are you saying? What? what, what, what no entertainment. Um, we got we got Mappy right over my shoulder here. Okay. <laughs> but no, 
Uh, we're so pumped to be here every Wednesday doing this and for everybody to listen to the pod. Once again, if you have not uh, gone ahead and sent a nice little rating or a, a review for the pod, we appreciate it wherever you rock them. Big time. Thank you, Fife, as always. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the Dungeon this week. We had a blast. Hopefully we uh, we can come back. See, all these are, these are not evergreen picks. We're going to know next week how we did. So uh, that Cameron Young one actually has me pretty excited. And that's Dude, the juiciest, John. These, these picks are so good, man. Look, the Reds are good, okay? Jordan Lyles can't pitch. Stroman <laughs> is awesome. The Brewers can't hit. Jose Ramirez is good. Bryce Harper's good. Rose Zhang and Cam Young are good. Just tail our picks. Like, these are good picks, man. I'm feeling really good right now. Let's go, baby. That's how I like to hear it. Yo, everybody listening out there, we appreciate you so much. Everybody watching tonight, and especially those in that chat room, we appreciate it. Um, we're going to rock again next week. We're going to have some fun. Always follow Twitter at GCN Sports. Uh, we try and do our best. At least provide some entertainment there. Provide some picks every now and again. Yes. I'm on this new newfangled love of picking the non home run parlays, <laughs> which we've had some nice posts about. I'm two. I, I made one today. I'll be honest. I made a 13 leg non home run hitter and uh, it was like four to one odds. So I was like, giddy up first game, Randall Grishik home run. I was like, okay, <laughs> at least it put it out of my, put me out of my misery ASAP. That's what I would like, you know, for those kind of Johns. But uh, what we like is uh, to keep this show going and to entertain you guys and rock and roll, maybe make some big time dough. Mr. O'Brien, I see you out there. Thank you so much, big guy. Saw him earlier. We had a couple of Brewski Tuskies. Lava, you look at you lurking around, my man. Thank you so much for stopping by. We're going to rock and roll next week at this very time, 10 p.m. Eastern. GCN Employee Lounge on Twitch. And wherever you rock pods, you can listen to it whenever you want. Fall asleep to it, you know, eat a sandwich <laughs> while you're listening to it. Go to work, come home, whatever you want to do. But we appreciate it. That's the Woodman right there, David Woody. Thanks for everything, folks. Absolutely. We'll catch you next week. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen, saying make some bets, win some money. Let's go. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.